Blog Talk Radio. to Let's Talk on Blog Talk Radio. I'm your host, Mr. Talk in the house. How y'all doing out there today? Hope everybody's having a wonderful Friday afternoon. And if you're up there in the Northeast, hey, I'm sorry. Can't help you out there, but uh, if you're inside listening to me, you'll be all right. Oh, yeah. Hey, we got a hot one for y'all today, man. I mean, we got a hot one today. Topic of the show is it's going to hurt me more than you. Woo! Wow, I know a lot of y'all know that that saying right there. Oh, yes, we are talking corporal punishment today. Yes, we are. So we should have a, a, a whole lot, a lot of fun today. Uh, in, in, in the good way, I mean, not fun. Anyway, you know what I mean. <laughs> but anyway, yeah, we got that on tap for you today. We also... Um, what else are we going to talk about? We looked about gun control and, and um, this little church that uh, decided to have a ceremony. We talk a little bit about that as well. Uh, let's see. What else we got going on? Uh, of course, we've got our black history of people that we're going to come to you with today. And we just got a whole lot of other stuff going to be popping off. So it's here, y'all. Let's have some fun. It's Friday afternoon. Everybody getting ready for the weekend. You know, most places got nice, so has nice weather. <laughs> but they can't ask for anything more, right? Right. So, anyway, um, my co-host will be along here shortly. Yeah, yeah, you know, she got she got to do she has to do the call of the day. She does it so well. Better than me anyway. But it's fun. I like to have her do it. Yes, yes, she'll be here in the shortly. And um, as I say, we got a hot topic for you today. We really do. Oh, man, I am just stoked as the, the, the new generation. I am stoked right now 
<laughs> I am stoked because I know this is going to be a good one. We talk about corporal punishment, beating your kids, beating everybody. Now we ain't going to say beat everybody, but we talking about whipping behind today. That's what we talking about, okay? Yeah, and this and in today's world, um, it, it has become quite an issue, believe it or not. You know, a lot of us grew up during the period where yeah, that wasn't an issue. That was it. But in today's more uh, uh, lenient society, um, a lot of a lot of folk are not um, really mm, punishing their kids, beating their kids, as we used to say back in the day. But of course, you know, in today's world, you also have to be careful of the way what you say, the words that you use in, in reference to dealing with children and other adults and things of that nature because we have become so, so, so advanced and knowledgeable that we now have, you have, you know, um, you have, you have, um, you have to be careful what you say, which is, uh, and say, I'm going to beat my child. You have to be careful of saying that because before you know it, what's going to happen? Somebody, you have CPS knocking on your door. Somebody, um, we have a report that you've been beating your kid. And you're looking at CPS like, you dang right, I about beat the pants off, bricks off of them. Oh, you said that bad word again. Now they're going to come in your house and they're going to want to sit down and talk to the kid. And, but you ain't got to let them in. But, you know, if you don't, there's some other things going to happen in the process. But anyway. We'll get into that in a little bit. Um, yeah, and it's just some consider it in today's world, it's can some consider it a slave mentality. Yeah, a slave mentality. You know, people who grew up during my era, we say it's good parenting. You know, then there's those that say half the got over 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 50% of those in, um, incarcerated uh was beat as a child, had got beaten as a child, and that's why they ended up doing violent things. Yeah, so, I mean, there's all kind of thought processes and ideas out there. We're going to work We're gonna work through them all. We are, because we're going to talk about this thing. We got a whole lot of time to do it. If we got to do a part two, a part two would be done, but we're going to do this, and we want you to come along for the ride, that's for sure. But before I go anywhere else, let me bring in the logical one, the one with the big words, the one that keeps me grounded most of the time, my co-host, P. Ross. What's going on, P? How you doing? How you doing? <laughs> I'm doing good. Doing good. Mm-hmm. All right. So you ready? I'm ready. You know me. This, this topic can be kind of kind of cultural, controversial. But we don't jump in with both feet, you know, and we just gonna we just gonna discuss it and, and hear what the people got to say because it is it is a very you know intrinsic you know topic and and it depends on how you were raised and how your parents were raised, you know, and 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 just breaking away from the norm, so to speak. You know. See, there you go with the big words again. Intrinsic. What is intrinsic? Uh, See, that's why I have to keep a thesaurus and, and everything here close, y'all, because she be on it. 
<laughs> the big words, man. I tell you, I'd be lost sometimes. <laughs> but anyway, go ahead. I'm listening. Yeah, no, I'm just, I'm just saying. I'm just saying. You know, it's not, it's not really, you know, a, a big word. It's just something that that we become accustomed um, to doing. You know, we we just believe this is the way it it, it should be. It's an, it's an, it's an, another word for it might be inherent, you know, or or mm. inbred. Mm-hmm. It's something that's just been passed down through the generations, and this is what we do because this is what we always have done, basically. Mm-hmm. basically. That's what it means. See?
somebody put this song on and then everybody just go crazy. A little TK soul, y'all in short skirts and tight jeans. Yeah. Yes, you do. Got your shot. 
That's how you start a Friday show off. That's right. Woo! Welcome back, y'all. I'm telling you. Yeah, you know, TK So. <laughs> TK, TK, TK So, he was all right, man. He he just kind of got it too, a little too slow. And, uh, I had to speed it up. So I, I called Miss Tori Kelly in with an old Stevie Wonder classic. Don't you worry about it. Thank you. Woo! Boy, I had my head bobbing. Now I'm good to go. And we ready to roll. <laughs> Ah, yeah, that would cool me off. Um, anyway, so welcome back to the show. I'm your host, Mr. Talk. I've got my co-host, T. Ross, riding with me. And we're here today, man. we got a hot show for you. It's going to hurt me more than it's going to hurt you. And I know we all heard that in a certain age group, the baby boomers, as they call us. Yeah, I know we've heard a lot of that in our lifetime, right? Yeah, just before you start wailing on your butt. <laughs> but that's what we're talking about today, y'all. So get ready. And we want to hear what you got to say about on the topic. 347-838-8622 is the number. All right. Chat room is open at www.blogtalkradio.com forward slash Mr. Talk. Uh, let's see, emails. Eric, let's talk at gmail.com, p.leona.ross24 at gmail.com. And you can shoot um, a message on the webpage at www.ericlesstalk.com. All right, so now you know how to get in touch with us. You know how to be a part of the show. Let's rock and roll. All right, so we got the song of the day out the way. Yeah, it's, time, it's that time, man. It's that time for the quote of the day. And we're going to bring the one, the only P. Ross in to bring you that wonderful quote of the day. Because it's a good one, y'all. It's a good one. Go ahead, P. Take it away. All right, all right. We got a simple quote of the day since our, shirt, since our show is about today. Uh, it's going to hurt me more than it's going to hurt you, which, you know, our parents lied back in the day. It ain't hurt them. Might have made them tired, you know, because, you know, we was running around in circles and stuff. But uh, they had to chase after us or whatever. But uh, and they hurt them more than it hurt us. They told us, you know, you just can't, you know. I don't think it hurt them. I think they got a little bit of enjoyment out of it, actually, depending on what you did, you know, because we used to do some stuff. But the quote of the day, and it is the most famous quote that we have, um, is in Proverbs thirteen twenty four. It says, "He that spares his rod, hey." Hated his son, but he that loveth him chasteneth chasten him be kind. And the other one is 23 and chapter 23, verse 13 and 14. It says, Withhold not correction from the child, for if thou beatest him with the rod, he shall not die. Can I get a hallelujah? Can I get an amen? Okay, let's get real. Hallelujah, okay. amen. Yes, yes, yes. <laughs> Okay, That's go right. ahead. I'm done. Uh-huh. You know, it used, be, it used to be that he shall not die, but in this day and time, he just may die. He or she just may die, and we see that. So before I get into the quarter today, I want you to, 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 to understand the difference between discipline, the word discipline, and the word beating. Because the word discipline is the practice of training someone to obey rules or a code of behavior or conduct using punishment to correct, okay, to correct the disobedience. 
Now, beating, and you can all look it up in your, in your Webster's, beating means a punishment or assault. You mean they was assaulting me back in the day, and I, in turn, assaulted my, my, my sons and daughter, you know, with assault in which the victim is hit repeatedly. That's what a beating is. It's a punishment or an assault in which the victim is hit repeatedly. So, yeah, there weren't no weapons. There were some beatings. We was hit repeatedly over a long period of time sometimes. But this is the thing. This is the thing. We have these proverbs. We have these rules. And, and some people, you know, we go overboard. We don't understand the difference between what discipline is and what a beating is. See, and as you see from the definitions, the two are very different, you know. And and we want to go to 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 the Bible oftentimes, you know, to justify what it is that we do, because we really don't want to admit that. We're not trying to discipline our children, but what we're doing is we are actually assaulting them. That's why you should never punish your child when you are angry, other than telling them, look, you go to your room and don't come out for a month, which, you know, they're going to come out sooner or later, but, you know, you tell them that. You know, rather than grabbing them and throwing them into a wall or under the table or putting them in the closet, locking them in the closet and not feeding them for weeks at a time, not allowing them to come out to use the bathroom, then they're in their own urine and feces. These are actual things that had happened, that have happened in this United States with our children. So I guess you say, well, then what do you do? You don't do that. You talk to your kids. If you got to spank them, okay, but you don't go overboard. There is a limit. There has to be some control. This is the whole reason CPS was was invented in the first place. People went overboard. And in that case, in those instances, I do agree. You are perpetuating the slave master mentality. Because they killed our kids, threw them in the ditch and, you know, whatever, and bought another slave. Or breed it with the women. Or had the men to breed with the women to create more what? More labor, more human resources. So you wonder where the saying from hell that comes from when you say hell. I kill you and make one look just like you. And did you ever wonder where the origin of that came from? See? Correction. Withhold not correction. You correct him, you don't kill him. So let's stop misusing, you know, the Bible, let's stop using what we've been brought up as and what we've been made to believe is essential in our life because maybe not. It's not essential. And you got to realize that your children are individuals just as you are. Think about how you felt. If you are able to sit down and talk to them, talk to them. Some kids, 
whooping their behinds only make them make them make them tougher than what they were in the first place. Some kids they get it, and you ain't even you ain't even got to go there too many times more because it does no good to punish your child or the so-called beat your child, and there's no understanding of 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 what he's done or what she's done to correct the problem. So there has to be communication. And you can't do it out of malice. You can't do it out of out because you upset, mad, and hateful. No, no. Those children need to know that you love them, so they understand why you're so upset. They understand why that their behavior is not acceptable. Yeah, granted, parents, we all make mistakes. Okay, but let's not keep perpetuating the same mistake. It's doable when we teach them responsibility and accountability. Let's not be a demonstration of things past where nothing ever changes. You say, oh, but I got I married my boy real hard-headed. There is a way to reach them. You just got to find that way. You just got to take the time to find that way to reach them. You ain't got to kill them. Yeah, you can punish them. You ain't got to kill them. But a lazy kid that don't like the hard labor, put them out there in the yard. Uh, you got to cut this grass. You know, you got to mow the lawn. You got to blow off the sidewalk. You know, back in the day, we didn't have all that. We had to push more, and we had to hold the edge, the edge of the driveway to get all the grass and stuff off of there so there was no grass protruding off the edge of the sidewalk. It was clear. We had a broom to sweep the carport. We didn't have a blower. See, and that was every weekend. And that's not even talking about when we was out of school in summer months and when we messed up. Because if y'all remember the roll-in window page, yeah, we had to take them down one by one, clean them, and put them back in, and we better not break one. So there are ways to discipline your children would always what so-called beating them, which is not always necessary. Talk to them. Find a way. All right? Just some alternatives. Mm. And that's the quote of the day. All right. That was the quote of the day. Now it's my turn to give people this quote of the day. All right. Now. What Pete Wall said is great. It's great. That's what a lot of parents are doing it today. Bye. Okay. All right. Now, the point of the day says, the first one is, he that spareth his rod hateth his son. I love my son. I'm not going to lie. I love to hang out my son, and I ain't sparing nothing. I have Hey, look. Men, we know at a certain point, at a certain point, we, you, you're just going to have to go out there and, and, and move some grass with your child. Let's, let's just be honest with that. There ain't no taking this away from them, taking that away from them, because they come into they, their manhood, you know, and they smelling themselves, and you're going to have to put your hands on them. You know, you ain't trying to hurt them, but you, you're proving a point. You know what I mean? So, yeah, no. Now, see, and, 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 but he that loveth him chastises him three times. Okay. Um, 
Yeah, that's basically what I'm saying. You know, hey. But in the same token, because if you you check out the the the, the uh, chastity, you know the 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 I can't talk right now. I got hyped, y'all. Okay, let me slow down for a minute. Slow down. All right. The root word of chast is chastise. Okay. Now, so what is the definition of chastise? You know, um, yes, we do know that it was used. Um, it, it, it was used, you know, by um, <laughs> it was used by um, by you know slave owners, you know, to try and, and justify them beat with the um, whippings or whatever you call it with the, with the whip when they considered slaves to get out of line. Yes, and they, you know, from through generation to generation, they passed on, and that's how we felt. That's how our parents and their parents felt that they had, you know, that was the correct way to um, deal with um, misbehaving children. Okay. And as my co-host actually said, you know, it, it's, it's one thing to punish or uh, whip the child, but it's another thing to be, you know, just abuse them all together. But we we, we going to go into that a little later. Um, I am of the, 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 the old school, and I'm a, a part of the new school as well. My thoughts serious. If I can talk to you the first time, that's fine. If I talk to you the second time, eh, you you walk in a very close road. But if you do it a third time, no, there's no talking. There's no taking no this away. There's no taking none of that away. I'm going to the butt. I'm sorry. It's hot and it's popping, and we gonna make some things go, some things move. If that's what it takes, you know. Um, people. Society today, I think we have just sometimes become just too freaking smart for our own good. You know, we just think we just know everything. You know, nah, nah, nah. Well, I tell you, you know that, you know, punishing and whipping your child with a belt is the slave mentality. Or don't you know that you just teach them how to be violent? Well, maybe that's your opinion. But then again, maybe if they would beat some of them little crazy children that went in these schools, shooting them up behind, maybe they would have been shooting up those schools either. Yeah, I'm going to say it. That's right, because I can say it. <laughs> but anyway, uh, before I get started, man, see? But anyway, hey, good quarter of the day, all right? Good quarter of the day. Because I'm about to rock and roll here, man, and I see you move from coke, all right? But I believe in that quote right there. I'm not sparing no rod. That's all I'm saying. I'm not sparing the rod, period. You know, if the rod is needed, the rod shall happen. Hey, now, a lot of, a lot of, huh? I ain't said you had to spare the rod. You just got to go in a way that you get the results that you want to happen. As I said, there's a difference between beating a child and punishing a child. There's a big difference. I see you, 845. I'll get to you in a minute. Get to you in a minute, 845. See, but here's the thing. This is why I don't like timeouts. See, and people laugh at me when I say this, but I'm taking it as when I was a kid. You know why I don't like timeouts? Because however long you got me sitting in the corner, sitting in my room, sitting wherever, or doing whatever, you know what I'm thinking about doing? The next thing on thing I can. I'm not, you know, I'd have moved on from that. Now, but my next thought is, when I get out, I'm going to do this, I'm going to do that, I don't care. You know what I mean? So, I mean, what did that solve? Yeah, you know, well, well, sometimes it doesn't. As I said, it depends on the personality of, 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 of the child. Now, some of my sons, you know, I had five, you know, 
if that 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 worked for like one or two, but most mm-hmm. of the time, you know, you had to you know you had to take the fish to the jaw. Did you hear what I said? Mm-hmm. You know, because like mm-hmm. you say, they get to an age where they think that you know they grown and you mom and yeah, no, you know, no, no. But mm-hmm. my daughter, but my daughter, if I say her, okay, fine. Well, she don't know. You know, she's going to do something else. But tell her she can't go outside, it's like the worst thing that ever happened to her in her life. Crying. <laughs> oh, I just want to jump out of my room. No, you ain't going, see. And you have to figure that out. You have to figure out the thing that is going to bring you the the desired result. And, and all the times a whipping ain't the answer. It's not always the answer for every child. Now, some of them, you know, they just cop strong and crazy, and you have to go on and throw them through the wall. And then they understand, okay, mom ain't playing. I don't know how she got that strong, but she ain't playing, you know, and, and, and they get some act right, you know. See, so, you know. See, so you, 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 just, you, you just have to. You, you you just have to figure that out, and sometimes that comes through trial and error. But what I'm saying is this right here. You cannot beat, beat a child and expect them to come out normal. Now, and, and I'm talking about abuse. I'm talking about, you know, where you maliciously do stuff and you're really injuring these children. And you, and you think that mm-hmm. it's going to be okay. It's not going to be okay. And if you do this stuff, and and there's no love, there's no cause children know that. They know that when you maliciously mm-hmm. they know when you don't care. Mm-hmm. You know? So, That's so, true. so we we have to check us. That that more than anything is 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 what creates the dysfunctionalism in children. Because kids know when you care. Mm-hmm. But, but but you know we 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 need to just go on, on get with this Black History moment so we can get back to that and get into that. <laughs> yes, yeah, so Bob 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 ready. Look, Bob is yeah. ready. Bob is ready yeah. to get into this conversation. So let me do the Black History moment. We got two people: Edward Boucher. He was born in 1852, mm-hmm. died in 1918. Boucher was the son of a former slave who moved to New Haven, Connecticut. And at the time, there were only three schools there that accepted black students. So Boucher's educational opportunities were very limited, sort of like Percy Julian when we talked about him a few weeks ago. However, he managed to get admitted into Yale and became the first African-American to earn a Ph.D and the sixth American of any race to earn one in the, you know, although segregation prevented him from attaining the kind of position he should have been able to get with his outstanding credentials six in his graduating class, he taught for 26 years at the Institute for Colored Youth, serving as an inspiration to generations of young African Americans. See, so unlike you know, unlike Percy, Percy was able to get a job at at, at Glidden Paints and 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 then eventually start his own company in the field that he graduated in, which was chemistry. But this man was in physics, and like they told Percy Julian, "Oh, it's best that you go back and teach 
See, but Percy Julian didn't settle for that. This man really didn't have an option. Percy Julian came years after that. See, so he kind of like paved the way for him, so to speak. The other person is John Baptiste Point de Sabel. De Sabel was a black man from Haiti who is credited with founding Chicago. Y'all ain't know that, did you? His father was a Frenchman in Haiti, and his mother was an African slave. It is not clear how he arrived in New Orleans from Haiti, but once he did, he traveled from there to what is now modern-day Peoria, Illinois. Although he was not the first to pass through the area, he was the first to establish a permanent settlement where he lived for at least 20 years. He set up a trading post on the Chicago River where it meets Lake Michigan and became a wealthy man with a reputation as a man of good character and sound business acumen. So other than Chicagoans, Chicagoans, most people probably did not know that. So those are two men in in little-known black history moments, Edward Boucher and John Baptiste Point de Cibas. Check them out online. All right. All right. All right. Check them out online. That's what I'm talking about. Y'all, y'all hey, check them out, man. They got some good stories going on for sure. All right. So we are talking. Um, what are we talking about? Yeah, we talk about beating your kids. No, I keep saying it. Beat your kids. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, okay, all right. Let me stop. Yeah, we we talk about handling your business with your children, all right. Um, and we got all the children to talk about this, so let's do this. Um, we got um Bob on the line, and I I, I, I Bob Bob. Look, I, I was checking Bob. Bob was about ready to go in on me. Bob said his first words were, "I like what you're saying, but that's when you know somebody about to rip into you." But that's why we call it Let's Talk, so we can have this conversation. So let's welcome Bob to the show. Bob, welcome to the show. How you doing, man? Thank you. You guys are great here. I appreciate speaking with you. I do want to add on to what the lady had just said about uh, black people inventing, uh, you know, one going to Yale University and graduating and, and another uh, uh, discovering Chicago, but you forgot about the the blacks in Thomas Edison's laboratory. You there? Oh no, we we yeah, we haven't here. forgot. Yeah, we we haven't forgot about them. We just ain't got to them yet. You know, we we, well, we just did a couple of little known facts. You know, each show that most people, most of us, don't even realize. But, yeah, he, he, it was. If it had not been for them, we wouldn't have, you know, the light bulb and all this other stuff, you know. And, and, and it's only because, you know, they considered blacks back then, you know, we didn't have rights, so they wouldn't allow black men to own anything. So they couldn't own a patent, you know. So that that was <laughs> one of the greatest problems. You well, know, I wanted to mention – that yeah. one one of the inventions that was cre- uh, invented by a black man, I think it was a joke, really. Now, why do I say it was a joke? Because, you know, Civil War had ended. ended. We still had separation uh, 
between white and blacks at ballparks, things of that sort. But in the war, in the war, a gas mask was issued. Do you have any idea what the gas mask was? What it was? No. I have no idea. What was it? In order to prevent breathing any of the mustard gas that was exploding, mm-hmm. okay. you, had to, you had to piss in it and put it on. Oh, okay. Shut up. Hmm. Did okay, you know that? Uh, did no, you I know didn't know that. that. I have to check that out. Now, was okay. that invented <laughs> because they were getting even with the whites or, <laughs> or what? I don't know. Uh, uh, I don't know. <laughs> we have to we have, we have to check that one out. <laughs> That's a good one. We have but to I check did that have one a, out. I did have a uh, comment though. Uh, mm-hmm. I noticed Sorry what ahead. I I noticed what you call yourself. You call yourself Mister Talk. Mm-hmm. Well, I right. want to let I want to let you know that we now have a problem. Oh, we now have a problem? Okay. And what Absolutely. is the problem? I'm Mr. Talk. There can't be two okay. of us on Earth. There can't be two of us. <laughs> oh, <laughs> I, I can oh, okay. out-BS anyone on the Internet. Oh, okay. Well, <laughs> all right. <laughs> that was my comment. But I understand what you're discussing today on your mm-hmm. show. And I think mm-hmm. it's needed to be discussed. I mean, discussed. Because times aren't getting easy. You would think as time goes on, people would finally learn not to even hit each other, except in a boxing mm-hmm. ring. Mm-hmm. Yep. And it's unfortunate because of the time involved that nobody really wants to read anymore except those in college. And they're not reading the Bible. (laughs) It's terrible. It's a terrible thing that you have to go around and beat on people. I mean, whether it's father, son, brother, brother, uh, and men beating on women, it seems to be gaining in popularity, especially especially with, uh, I would say, uh, 30-year-olds in that category to where uh, you drug it up and go out and create problems. It's not right. I, I think... When the the cops stop them uh, from stealing cars and going up and beating people, taking their wallets, all this, I, I've I've seen it happen myself, and it's not a good thing to to watch, uh, especially when they're crazy people and they're not really monitored on the streets, you know, thirty mm-hmm. year old hitting an old baby on the head, knocking her down to take the, the purse and run, and then be released to do it again because you got a mental problem. 
But mm-hmm. do you think do you think God has just released everyone to enjoy freedom while he also knows that people will go around to beat up on each other? Do you think that's God doing that, or is it just a lack of education? <laughs> oh, okay. That that's people Go making ahead. their own choice, and that's people making their own choices to do. They, people know right from wrong. People know what 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 they're doing, and everything. You can't label everything. This is my own personal opinion. You can't label everything under mental health because even they know what is right and wrong. Some of them, not all of them. Some of them just out there. But you know, you know enough that you got to eat. You need a place to sleep. You need provision. You know, you either go about that the right way or you go about that the wrong way. It boils down to the choices that you, that, that you make. Some people believe that it boils down to the choices that society forces you to make because so many doors are closed to you. So on, on, both, of, on both of those levels, that's the issue. Yeah, God sees it, but he still gave us free will to do that which, you know, we weren't inclined to do. He can't, he's not going to force us to obey him. That's the thing. He said, choose ye this day. You know, choose ye this day. Who you going to serve? You know, we have, you know, the opportunity to 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 make the right decisions, but then if we don't, we can't blame God. You know, we got to believe. Do you, you believe know, they're too complacent, even though they're wild, uh, wild in their ways and things of that sort? Do you think too many people are complacent and don't want to read or get educated about things, but just go out and lead a wild life? What do you well, think I is think, causing I that? Think, I think that in this day and time, and we see it, most people will do what is enjoyable to them. And mm-hmm. society has ushered them in that direction. They have ushered them in the direction. If it feels good to you, okay, it's okay for you to do it. Many things that used to be taboo when we were growing up, now it's okay. You know, and and they justify it. They 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 justify the 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 the, the wrongness in it. So you know right, we right. we we have you know we have substantial moral you know <laughs> a moral decline in this country, and you expect the youth growing up to respect you. When you don't respect them, you don't value their lives. See, this is the thing. So there is no respect for authority anymore because authority has usurped its privileges and usurped its right to be respected in the first place. And once those boundaries are crossed, then, you know, there's no stopping it. So so the old lady down the street, the grocer, you know, who who – gives you credit at the store, you know, because you need money, you go in and murder him, and he's been in the community 25, 30 years. You know, these are the types of things that we see happening now because nobody values life anymore. Well, I think I have, I think I have a pretty good on handle 
on what the underlying problem really is. Mm-hmm. I believe, now this could be conjecture on my part, but I've okay. observed it. I'm 73 years old. A United States Marine was in Vietnam for 65, 66, 67, and I've seen a movement underway through the years. I believe if we keep re-electing the senators and Congress every election, uh, they're they're creating the problems. They created the um, Patriot Act which kind of suspended our Constitution. So anything Constitution isn't valid now while this Patriot Act is in place. So what we gotta what we gotta do is start a movement to elect of the light people or light spinners and into Congress and get rid of that old cabal out of Congress. I believe that's the real problem because we're we're socialists. We're basically almost communists. We just follow what they come out with, uh, what, right. what Congress comes out with. And, you know, the shooting in schools and all of these things going on. I mean, it's just one thing after the other in weeks. It's like. Next week another shooting. Next week another shooting, and and uh, uh, police get angrier. They go out and beat up on people, and then the next thing you know, they let a cop off. You know, I mean crazy things, and it's all because of Congress. They don't really care. Of course, they're saying Congress is led by the Illuminati or the Cabal. I, I believe it, and you know. I just hate to see people just being put down, uh, reduced wages, uh, sometimes hardly any food to eat, and Congress mm-hmm. keeps going on having a party. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And I think it's all in their plan. I think they want to see people fighting each other, killing Definitely. each other, because Definitely. I think I think it's their plan. So I think one of the things that can be do uh, done to solve the problem, well, basically get on the way to solving a problem, is to reelect people of goodness and love and, and faith in God. After all, that's how our country was formed, it, 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 with God-fearing men that put that Declaration mm. of Independence together and... Um, create a constitution and then have to go to war and shed blood for our nation. In 1776 mm-hmm. through, what, uh, 18, uh, I forgot what year it was, 1811, uh, something like that, I think was mm-hmm. the time period, but Congress has to be mm-hmm. replaced. I think that's going to solve the problem. What, what's your 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 ideas on that. And I think it'll solve some of the problems we have that you're discussing. Well, you know, at one point I, w- I, I, I really did believe that would solve it. However, 
know, the more I look into it or the more I, I pay attention to what's happening, uh, you know, as not only in this country but worldwide, it's hard to say that will solve the problem. And here's why. Because you get new every, every four, six years, you get someone new in the Congress, right? But they're coming in brand new. Two years. Two years for Congress. Yeah, you still got got the old old guard sitting on all the committees, you know, running everything still. So you come and refresh ideas, but you still got to go and see them. Now, of course, we know know the old saying, one hand washes the other. You scratch my back, I scratch yours. So now, instead of you going in fresh, now you going in owing somebody. And then once again, once that ball ball star rolling, then you got to count the lobbyists that you know that's pushing their agendas, so forth and so on. So the even even the person that goes in with, for the, I'm gonna use this term for the moment, a clean heart. Eventually, you know, either they leave, they get voted out because they're not really not heard from, or they just join in and, and continue to ride the the the, um, the money train. Money train, yeah. Um, you know, well, how as about far this as, idea? As far as as far as, um, as, far as uh, the, uh, society today, as far as reading and stuff, I think what has happened is we have become so technologically quote unquote advanced that we have taken reading out of the equation altogether. Heck, they don't even teach cursive writing in school anymore, so if they don't teach that. You know, reading, if you don't have a computer in front of it, your phone, uh, what, what's the little thing, the little uh, books, you know what I'm talking about. But, in, yeah, Bluetooth. if it's electronic, not Bluetooth, but um, Kindles, you know, the Kindles. I mean, oh, yeah. and, and, it, and it made it so bad, they, they even have um, things that read for you. You don't have to read it. It reads it right. for you. So, so, I mean, how how can we... Remain. Ah, I, I can't even. Ah, it, it just frustrates me. Yeah, we I, are, we technologically are advancing, but socially and and, and educationally, we we falling way behind because we're no longer doing the things that that we were we had to. Most people don't even know where the, where the library is anymore. You know, you're right about that. So, yeah, so, well, I mean, it is what it is, but that that's the world we live in. Okay, my suggestion is this, and uh, listen, if you have listeners on, um, they can even help out. My suggestion is this. We have many disabled people in our country. We have okay. many many hurting veterans in our country, disabled also. Mm -hmm. And Mm -hmm. there were 105 million people who did not vote in the last election. Mm -hmm. What that indicates to me is there's nothing interesting or nothing in place that would give the, the least work to a voter, they don't want to go to voting booths anymore. I understand that, but if well, there's a if there's a way that we can convince mm-hmm. people to 
to use a what do they call it? absentee ballot. Make sure you're okay. registered, but use an absentee ballot, and each mm-hmm. community agrees on writing down the name of a candidate that is capable of, of creating laws, okay, because only Congress creates laws. Of course, each city and state does for each other. Um, mm-hmm. But if we can get them to use uh, absentee ballots, there will be less people at the voting booths and there will be less interference. So I've never heard of any group of people ever using a campaign like this to use absentee ballots. And we'll probably get about 60, 70 million people, especially if they know we can take down the Patriot Act. If they know well, we can go back to the Constitution. Right now it's... Uh, it's well, uh, you know, you know, you, you know what, Bob? That, that, you know what, Bob? That that sounds good in, in theory and what have you. But I, yeah. I do believe now um, the reason why you're not seeing a lot of people no longer going to the voting booths or anything like that is because number one, I think more people are beginning to wake up and realize this is basically not a local election. You know, it, it's it's a flawed system. You know, especially when you get to to the presidential the presidential race because they they even tell you in your face that you know the people do does not do not elect the president the electoral college elect the president and That's we've correct. had instances where the popular vote was one thing but the electoral college said this so that shows you right there and I think that is and and then we get two candidates like we had last time when you know most of them, most of America was like I don't like either one of them. You know, okay, I'm going to vote for the lesser two evils. You know what I mean? I vote for the lesser two yeah. evils. Yeah. Of course, you know, each candidate going to have a base that's die hard and they're going to stick, stick with them, whatever. But, you know, the yeah. ones that's you know, undecided and don't really fall for the party politics, and I think that's another issue that we have. I think uh, uh, America is stuck in, in, a, in a system that needs to be replaced and removed or whatever, and that's that two-party system, you know, uh, and, and – it's played on heavily, especially around election time, whatever. You know, the Democrats do this. The Republicans did this. But no, 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 no. Let's, let's get, that, get that out of the way. Because here's what I thought I had. I said, when you're running for president, you put, you know, the yard stickers you put in your yard. I say instead of putting, I'm a Republican, um, I'm a Republican or whatever, um, just put your name out there and your idea uh, how you what you stand for. Don't put whether you're a Republican, Democrat, whatever. That's no longer important. And I think what would happen is we may actually see a changing of the guard. But right now, as long, long as everybody's identifying as this or that, it's never going to change because the the, the, the you have the, the old tradition, family traditions of my family has always voted Republican, mine has always voted Democrat, and that's the way it's going to be. Nobody cares about what they what the people are standing for anymore. you know. Or in the case of the one has been there for 30, 40 years, oh, yeah, he's been there forever. Let's just vote for him and keep going. You know, and, well, and that, that's, that's the way this, the system been running. Well, but, that, you know, I agree with Go you. Ahead, I'm going to let you I agree with you. Last comment, but we got to get back on the um, topic. 
Yeah, yeah. Well, I was just trying to say that if we can get some uh, people in there that know what they're doing, but mm-hmm. not part of the cabal or Illuminati or the CFR, you know, Council of Federal, uh, Federal uh, let's see, I forgot what they were called, F, uh, CFR, Council of Foreign Relations. Um, mm-hmm. The biggest problem is that too many lobbyists come in. They tell the congressmen and the senators, hey, if you put this through, I'll put $600,000 into your next re-election campaign. And that's mm-hmm. what's going on. That's what's going on in Congress. So it is hard mm-hmm. to get people out, out of uh, their positions, especially the chairman mm-hmm. of a lot of those committees. You're right about that. So, yeah, I mean, you can't solve everything in one election, but if we can put people in uh, every other uh, every two years, it, it can be done. Mm-hmm. It'll take some years to get it done. And I think what's... Once laws, some laws are changed, instead of Supreme Court deciding things and making laws, which they're not supposed to do, only Congress can make mm-hmm. the laws, and the president enforces mm-hmm. them, of course. But I believe a lot of um, common sense things will start to blossom. We may see less violence, and when that takes place, I, I think we can get on the way and go back to God. Too many people broke away from God is what's going on, you know. But I, I enjoyed listening to you. Go ahead and finish your conversation. I appreciate what mm-hmm. you're saying. Yes, sir. Thank All you. All right. All right. Thank, thank you, Bob. Uh-huh. Thanks for calling in, sir. Thank you. All right. Mm-hmm. All right. And, you know, that, you know, those type of calls are great. You know, that, that shows that, you know, there may be hope. You know, Bob said he's 73, so hopefully he can pass some of that knowledge down to somebody, you know, someone else so he keeps going. You know, because we, we need whatever. And speaking of that, you know, and, and that's another issue that, that has happened. Because of, um, you know, certain regulations and laws or whatever, um, how you parent is really um, being controlled now. You know, you just don't you just don't have the free willy nilly to parent anymore. And you really don't. You know, you can't even you cannot even um you can't even um discipline your child in public. And and notice I say discipline because as I said before earlier in the show, you can't say be, you can't say will because everybody has their little mindset on what that means today. You know, back in my day you said whip and beat, you already knew what was coming. You didn't think all that other this other nonsense that's happening today. But as I said before, and I say it again, yes, I do believe in corporal punishment. Um, I do believe in at a certain time when a child gets grown, a man, a, a young man gets to his you know smelling age, you know you need just need to get physical. It's simple. I didn't say hurting, but you know it's like in the, in the animal kingdom. You know, like in lion's pride. You know, once the young males become a certain age, this is a decision got to be made. Either they got to leave, or or they, you know, the big dog know he's gonna have a war in a, you know in a little while because two alphas can't be in the same place. So that's what I'm saying about the male thing. Now, as far as you know, just overall, I think if you incorporate the two, you'll be all right. But 
with CPS, um, certain legislations, and just nosy people who probably don't have kids anyway. And, you know, have y'all ever noticed that the most of these so-called psychologists, psychiatrists, or whatever, that's so expert on kids, one of, they're not married, and they don't have any children. But they want to tell everybody else how to discipline and raise your, your child. Have you ever noticed that? Does that get under your skin like it does mine? Because I know it makes me mad. It really does. You, you're having a kid, you, you have no idea, but you're going to tell me how I should uh, punish my child. No, 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 no. I'm going to get them the way I get them. I'm just saying. Go ahead, um, um, P. I know you you, really, <laughs> you got one for me. <laughs> Go ahead. <laughs> you you mentioned um you mentioned the 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 child protective services, you know, and uh-huh. and right. unfortunately, you know, those laws are different in, in each state, you know. So what goes for one state doesn't necessarily go for the other state. And another thing is most of those agencies, you know, are are overworked, unstaffed. You know, they have case, case, case. They may have a hotline. They might get out to your house. They may not. And once children are in the system, that's not the solution either because sometimes when kids are in the system, they get lost or they get further abused, you know, so so that's not the answer anyway. You know, the the the, the fact of the matter is that people just need to understand what it means to discipline a child and not to, to, to abuse them. And, and 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 let's be honest. Let's just be honest. Some folks ain't got no business having children in the first place. You know. Because the home environment that 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 they have or 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 that they live in it, it, is 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 not something that that a child should be accustomed to or become accustomed to or should be even brought up in, you know. But because you know we free and we can do what we want to do, you know, there ain't a law against that. So. Sometimes the environment is the issue, and when we when we make the mistake, when we make the mistake of trying to allow somebody else to fix our problems, something that we should be solving ourselves. Remember back in the day, you know, it was grandma and aunties and all these people were around. You didn't feel so much like. You were just in it by yourself. You got overwhelmed with your kids, grandma was there. Well, granddad was there. Auntie was there. You know, somebody was there to give you whatever, you know, a stress break, so to speak, or whatever it was that you needed so the kids didn't get on your so-called last nerve, you know. And, 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 And sometimes it just takes that getting away so we don't go, so people don't go too far. You know, and again, like I said earlier, you cannot discipline your child or you should not discipline your child when you are angry. See, because anger can turn to rage and, and rage turns to violence and damage will be done. So you have to understand that, you know. And, but 
getting all these people involved and telling you how to raise your child and what to do, and they don't, like you said, they don't even have children of your own. That is not a textbook. Is not going to teach you how to raise your child. You got all these textbooks that says you shouldn't do this and you shouldn't do that. Um, okay, all right, then let them come live with you. You know, I remember the one time one of my sons, he, this teacher, he's in the fourth grade, and he had taken something from, from the teacher, and she was just so distraught. I mean, literally sitting there crying, and I'm looking at her like, lady, really? You know, she was like, I never thought he would do anything like that. He's such a sweet boy. You know, I never thought that he would do I said, he's very manipulative. You have to know your children. She's sitting there crying because she never saw it. I was like, yeah, I could have told you that. And he told her he did. And she asked him, why would he do such a thing? And he said, because I wanted to. Just no feeling, just no nothing. No remorse, no nothing. Until he got home and had to deal with me. Uh, I was say, so how did you handle that? Yeah, until he got home and had to deal with me, you know. Oh, he got his butt to <laughs> work that day. So he, he got his butt to you know, because what he did ended up I had to replace. Mm. So, so yeah, you got your butt toe up, but you don't do that. Do you understand? Now, now, did that stop him? No. What stopped him is when they finally put him behind bars and say taking stuff out of mailbox is a federal charge. Mm. Then you got for some kids it just takes that. But the problem is sometimes as parents we don't allow them to learn the lesson. Stop running to their rescue all the time. I'm not saying just let somebody mistreat your child or kill your child or anything like that, but sometimes experience is the best teacher for them. And then they learn, okay, I'm not doing this no more. Mm. These mm. folks ain't playing with me. See, but in this day and time, it's, it's not always the, the the point that it gets that far because sometimes they don't survive that first encounter, you know, with authority. Hmm. You know, I, 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 I was listening. I was listening to your story, and I thought about when I was in school. How if you got in trouble, you go and see the principal or the assistant principal, and depending on what you did, you got what they call swaps. You know, it depends on the title. <laughs> you know, yeah. But, you know, and, and, and even today, that's not even allowed in school. Now, a lot of people say, I don't want nobody else hitting my child. You know, but, I mean, yes, we know some crazies out there. We know this. But, you know, with that, with that kind of stem the tide or some of this craziness that is happening in the schools or, no, no, no. Help no. discipline the child that is not getting disciplined at home. You know, you think no, so? no, 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 not? no, not at school. Not, not at school because until they can come up with a with 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 a fair justice, no, ain't nobody at any school uh, under any authority will I give them permission to discipline my children, or I should say grandchildren because my children are grown now. But my my grandchildren, no. 
No, you're not putting your hands on them because then you you get out of the way and I'm gonna have to do something to you. Now that's just that's just the fact of the matter. So I'm not even gonna open that door for that possibility. No, I'm not allowing you to discipline my child because the kids sitting next to her just because they're a different color. You know, you both have the same infraction, but because you're black and you ain't. You know, I'm black and you ain't. I I, I get swats and you don't. No, we're not doing that. Oh, we're not so, doing that. so now, so now, now we bring the ethnicity thing in, right? Oh yeah. So you said? Oh yeah, because that that is that is very real in today's society, and and anybody who 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 says that oh no it don't happen like that is a liar. Mm. Mm. Because studies have, studies have shown that almost 90% of kids, the, the biggest ratio mm-hmm. of black kids in school are, 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 more, um, are, are, are more likely to receive a more severe punishment for their Caucasian counterparts mm. for the same mm. infraction. Now, that's mm. just a fact. That is just a fact. So, so why give them so why give them why give them more ammunition to use? And another thing is why I wouldn't do that is this right here because you're mm. telling me that I can't spank my child or I can't discipline my child at home, but you think I'm going to give the system the authority to do so? That's kind of backwards <laughs> when it should start. It, it really should start at home. So when they get to school, okay. you know, okay, my mom or my daddy, she crazy. I ain't, I ain't finna do that because I know when I get home, what's waiting for me? Mm-hmm. See, so don't come in my house and try to usurp my authority and then you think that the authority that you have taken away from me that you get to use, oh, no, you go, you, okay, you cuckoo for Cocoa Puffs. It ain't even finna work like that. <laughs> it's not. It's not. But, but, but okay, so, but, so I guess let me let me let me put it this way. So what has changed from when we were growing up to now, to where you know it was okay then, but it's not okay now. What has changed uh, really? socially? Yeah, honestly, really, honest, honestly, yeah. nothing has changed except we grew up. We grew up, mm. and we decided mm-hmm. that we wasn't taking that mess, basically, mm. whereas our parents were more docile and, and, and more complacent and were, yes, ma'am, yes, sir, you know, when, when they got to the dean's office for, with us and, and would tell you, don't you have me come back down to that white woman no more because of stupid stuff you're doing. Don't you know you're an embarrassment to the family? You know, when we got mm. it all real on us. Now parents like, you know, my baby ain't did nothing, and how dare you, how dare you want to suspend my baby? He ain't even did nothing. What you did to the other person, you know, they don't do that. Because they're going to come out to the school, and they're going to, they, the principal or the dean or whoever's going to get dealt with for suspending that person's child. That's the difference. Mm. If you really want to know, mm. that's the difference. Because we we're, we're not taking it lying down anymore because the fact of the matter, and this is true, and this is why I try to admonish to be involved in their children's lives at school because, un- believe it or not, believe it or not, the fact mm-hmm. of the matter is that teachers are human. 
These principals at these schools are human. They don't always tell the truth. Talk to your children. <laughs> you should know your child enough to know what your child will and will not do. Mm-hmm. You build a relationship with them where no matter what they do, they're going to tell you the truth. Believe your child. Mm. Mm. See? Okay. It's just, just that simple. It's just that simple. It's just that simple because everybody's not honest. Everybody's not honest. But if you build that relationship with your child and you're involved in, in, in their activities at school, making sure they get their work done and you know who these teachers are, you know, then then you you mm-hmm. learn their character. Mm. You learn their character. Okay. And, and, and you can understand when, okay, they got something against your child. Because it happens. It happens. Racism still today is alive and well. I remember mm. um, my youngest son, um, he had a teacher. And we was living in a neighborhood where, you know, most of the kids, you know, most of the people that were were, were not black, you know, they were probably mm-hmm. And it was mm-hmm. just this one teacher, and he was only in the second grade, first or second grade. And we had only, I had not met his that teacher, but I had met his, his other teachers. I just hadn't met her yet. And because mm-hmm. she was a brighter child than the rest of the kids, she thought that, you know, his he was me. Right. So he had a hard time. And she had a problem uh-huh. with that. So finally I, I, I met with her because she you know, she kept sending these little notes home and she wanted to have a conference with me and I finally came in and had the conference. So he's like, Is his father in the picture? I was like, Yeah, he's around at times, you know, but he's like, Well, He's doing this and he's doing that. And I was like, okay, because he doesn't do that at home. So what's the real issue? Uh-huh. He won't do his work and he won't do that. And he's mouthy. He mouths off at me. And, you know, my son was telling me, Ma, she, she's not telling the truth. You know, he you know, wouldn't call an adult a lie, but he said she's not she's not telling the truth. She's telling the story. I said, okay. Uh-huh. Well, I said, well, I'll I, I deal with it. I'll deal with it when we get home. So. Every week it seemed that she had something to send home about this child. So finally I had an appointment with her and the principal, and it, and, and everything just came out in the open. Everything hmm. just came out in the open. This lady thought that that boy's father was Caucasian, and therein lied the, therein lied the problem. What? She... Thought my youngest son's father was Caucasian uh-huh. because he was a brighter <laughs> complex than the other children. Right. And therein lies the problem. And she had an issue because of that. She had an issue because of that. Wow. It all came wow. because I wanted to know why, if he's exhibiting this behavior at school and he's doing all of this, why come none of his other teachers are complaining? Mm-hmm. Why is it not consistent mm. with wow. the Is it with you? Is it the child or is it you? And she busts out mm-hmm. said, Well, his father is, is 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 involved. Maybe if we had his father coming in, I think that it would just be, be 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 better. You know, I understand he's a different race and everything. I said, Who told you that? 
I can see that conversation happening. <laughs> oh my! You know. All right, we got another. We got a caller need to come in. <laughs> that is crazy. I I never heard of that one before. That that is okay. a good one right there. All right, so let's bring uh, area code six one two. Hello six one two. Welcome to the show. Who do I have here? Yeah, my name is David. Uh, thanks for taking my call. No, oh, no problem, David. Welcome to the show. What can we do for you today? Yeah. What you? Yeah, I just want to say that the old school way has always been the best way. And I think especially if you're raising mm-hmm. boys, there's no question. If you don't if you don't bring that physical discipline, by the time they turn fifteen and sixteen, they'll walk all over you. So it's it's a must. Yeah. I agree with yeah. that. That's we what I've been saying. That. We we definitely agree with that. Hey. <laughs> yeah. <You're not> uh, <laughs> So, David, when we start talking um, talk about today's society, what do you think the problem is? That you we've know, allowed white liberals to, to try to dictate to everybody else the best way to do things when their ways are shown not to be necessarily the best. But because they control the media, they basically make it to make it make it seem like the mainstream is you shouldn't hit your kids. And, and if, you, if you dare touch your children, we're going to call, you know, Child protection services and all that—that's a bunch of nonsense. We see what how these white children, treat, you know, teach, or go at their parents and cuss them out. We see how they treat them in public. They do things that no most black kids wouldn't dare in their dreams even think about doing to their parents. And so we we see that we see the fruit of their ideas. And anyone with half a brain knows that doesn't work. So it's, it just, it's just common work. sense. Yep, it does not work. And you you are exactly right. You can go in the store at any given time. You know, and you got this little kid, you know, barely out of diapers, and he cussing his mama out. See, they would have found you under one of the clothes racks over there with a pair of new lips. <laughs> that's not going to happen. Stop it, Billy. What happened with Billy? Billy's going to give his a wolf right now. <laughs> no. No. You, you know, you know so, that. that. You know, and he mentioned that, and I, it took me back to, you know, my son played AAU basketball, and we was walking out the gym one day. They had finished playing, and this this mother was walking out with her son, and she was talking to him, and and like like David just said, he was cussing her out and said, and I'm I looked at the little boy like, okay, then I looked at the mom like, yeah, yeah, I mean, you just gonna keep talking to him like that, <laughs> you know, but and see. And here's here's another thing that was old school that you can't do today. You know, in the old school, that little boy, I don't care who it was, he would have got snatched up. You know what I mean? Hey, hey, no, 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 you don't do that. But today, in today's world, you snatch somebody's child up, you got to fight the child and them, even though the child is being disrespectful, you know, which is, is just terrible to me, you know, terrible to me. Because you know, the kids, kids know who they can walk over and who they can't. I, I, I really do believe that. They do I mean, know. this kid, he was going off. Mm-hmm. He was going off. Mm-mm-mm. You know, and that's why so, we have the, uh, the crime uh, in our neighborhoods that the way that we do. I mean, because back in the day, if you go back 30, 40 years ago, it was unheard of to see the crime rate in the black community the way it is. The idea of people going out there and gangbanging, drug dealing, killing each other, all this stuff, 
Because as a community, we didn't put up with this nonsense. If we policed ourselves. Correct. If you saw somebody else's Correct. child, even if they're 15, 16, 17, they get acting out of line, the other men in the community would put that kid in check and get him back in order. If a guy had a child mm-hmm. out of wedlock and had the audacity to think he was going to leave, you know, leave the children naked and not be there, the community demanded that he did it. Otherwise, he wouldn't have been able to show his face. But because we've lost that right. now, look at where we're at now. So now we got all these young people running around acting an absolute fool, and nobody says a word. And, and not even not even say a word, they defend them. They say, oh, it's because of white supremacy. It's because of the police. It's because of this and that. Instead of everybody's telling the truth and saying, we got a bunch of crazy-ass niggas that did not have the right parenting growing up that are making our neighborhood completely unsafe to where everybody's trying to get up out of there. But we can't say anything. We just sit here with this elephant in the room. And everyone's looking around saying, oh, we need to we need to start protesting this and protesting that. Cut the bullshit, please. Get these niggas off the damn street and start, and start letting our neighbors become fucking hellholes talking about it's the police's fault. Get the fuck out of here with that. Last time, if I ever see Black Lives Matter come in my neighborhood, I'll be like, cut that shit with the cops. You go on there and talk to those gangbangers about putting their guns down. Then you come and talk to me about some fucking Black Lives Matter bullshit. <laughs> I'm tired of it, man. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. I'm going off, but I keep. I, I. I. I can't. I can't stand niggas. I love. I love black people. I love our people. It's the niggas that gotta go, man. The niggas is ruined shit. Mm. We can't do shit without niggas fucking it up. We can't open shit without niggas fucking uh, it up. We can't have a good time without niggas showing up and fucking up everything we do. And then they, these same niggas go out and do some dumb shit, and then they want the rest of us black people who are responsible, who do the right thing, to come out and defend these niggas like they're in that shit just because they're black. I'm like, nigga, please. We know you're in that mm-hmm. shit because you are okay. a dumb motherfucker. That's, we, that's what we got to do. Mm-hmm. We got to start calling the niggas out and stop defending these damn niggas and let them, let, them, let them bear the consequences of their actions. Let them feel it. Because the only way a fool learns is if you hit a fool in the head. A fool doesn't learn by talking to them. And we, we got to stop protecting these motherfuckers and let them learn so that they can change their ways and get right like everybody else is trying to do. Hmm. David, you said a whole lot, then. You you said a whole lot. But I have to ask you, man, certain words we don't learn on the show, and, and ninja is one of them, okay? So I, I need you to find another word besides ninja. Um, <laughs> but I understand uh, you I do understand you. Are, you are upset, and you know I, I hear the I, I hear the passion in your voice about it. And you're right. You're right. But let, let's look at this. Would any would any type of of, of corporal punishment change any of what's going on today? I don't think so. Even though I'm a, I'm a big believer in the old school, um, I think it, it, it's more. Um, 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 what words I'm looking for here? It's it, it's more. It's a bigger picture going on right now. It's a bigger picture going on because our communities. Well, we don't. Let's be honest. We don't have communities. We don't have neighborhoods. You know, we just have where we live at now. You know, and let's be honest. Because growing up in my days, we had neighborhoods. You know, and like you say, everybody knew everybody. Everybody knew everybody child. It didn't matter how old you you get. When you see that neighbor, if she Miss Jones when you was growing up, she was Miss Jones when you thirty five. Hey, Miss Jones, how you doing? Hey, you know, so forth and so on. And in today's today's um society, we don't have that. We we really don't. 
Most people can't tell you the, who their neighbor is right now, let alone talk about the children or anything like that. But um, what, what? I don't know. I said no, but I think maybe, maybe if if, if some butt whipping was going on, maybe it would change some things. But I think in, in some situations, it's, it's beyond the black community's control right now. It really is because we have, as you say, we have sat around and watched, let it happen for so long. Now it, it's just, it's out there. You know, we are out there in the middle of, in the middle of an ocean with no boat, no nothing, just sitting on the island because we have allowed it to happen. Um, yeah, it is. It's, it's very disappointing to see, uh, read, well, read about because I don't be no in nowhere near any of these places where someone is having to get together and you know even little kids be there and then you read about somebody came by wanting to shoot up the place and little kids getting shot in the head little children getting shot in the head why why you know just because you got beef with somebody else over a piece of concrete that don't belong to you anyway you know. And Black Lives Matter, don't even get me started on them. I, I have no love for them myself on that one, the Black Lives Matter movement, because it started out good, but it went it went north, and now it's something that that's, needs to disappear. That's the way I'm thinking about that. Um, Pete, you got anything you want to add? Well, he did have some valid points. You know, we, 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 it comes a point in time where, you know, essentially folks have to stop playing the victim. That's just it, and there has to be some accountability for for the decisions that, that that you make. You can't keep blaming society and other people for the things that, and I said this several times, for the things that you choose to do. That's the thing. You have a choice. But, mm-hmm. but if that's the you case, know, why are we still yelling slave mentality then? Because that's what it is. That's what it is. When, 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 so? when, yeah, when, 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 when that everything decided by you or the consequence is because of the man, you know, keeping me down and the man doing it, that's just like mentality. That means that you don't have to take responsibility for any of the things that you do. Mm. Mm. That's it right okay. there. I mean, we just we got to stop blaming racism because what we've done is we know that there's racism, but the problem is is that we've allowed racism to allow lazy, foolish people to use that as an excuse for their own personal failure and be able to hide mm-hmm. behind that. You see what I'm saying? Because I mean, most of y'all, I'm assuming, are responsible, hardworking people. Take care of yourself. Take care of your family. You look at a motherfucker that mm-hmm. don't got a job. Talking about I can't get a job because I'm black. You know he's bullshitting. You know that because you know yourself <laughs> as a black person, you're able to go out and get one, two, three jobs. You know black people that own their own businesses who are out here making moves, doing what they got to do. So you can't sit there and tell me that you can't you can't handle your business because you're black. You're bullshitting. You're just using that as an excuse. And we've allowed our people to take that excuse of racism. To say now I don't necessarily got to try, and because I effed up now I can just blame it on racism. It's been happening, man, too much. Mm. And look at look what's going on. That's why wherever we're at. Back in the day, it was way more racist than it was now. But we never people didn't use that as an excuse to fail. If you fail, it's your fault. That's just a fact. Mm-hmm. That's how it was. Nowadays, it's, well, it's the government, it's Donald Trump, 
it's the police, it's because of, it's because of the KKK, it's because they'll make up anything. I mean, whatever they can blame, they're gonna blame. But at some point, you gotta realize it's your fault, bro. It ain't nobody else. If you are able-bodied human being with a functioning body and a functioning brain, unless someone's putting a gun to your head, threatening you, then there's nothing nobody can stop you in doing. That's it. I mean, I don't know what happened to our people where we lost that mindset. And so I just, we become weak and we've accepted this idea that because we're a victim, that means we don't have to try and we can just curl into a fetal position in a fucking corner, fucking crying about racism that we're blue in the face, waiting for somebody to give us something. I'm tired of the bullshit, man. We got to be honest and tell the truth. A lot of a lot of that a lot of that a lot of that mentality came from generational welfare. If we really want to be honest, you know, uh, generational welfare. Generational welfare. That's when your 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 great grandmama was on assistance, and your and, and her and, and her daughter was on assistance, and then your mama was on assistance, and now you on assistance. See, so a lot of mm. that a lot of that mentality came from that. Because I remember back in the day, you know. Girls used to say, young women used to say, oh, man, you got five kids, you know, you can get a check. Oh, no, I'm going to find a job. I don't want a check. I'm going to find a job. Oh, yeah, girl, you can get this and you can get that. No, I'm going to get a job. And, 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 and Mr. Sock, you already know. I, I work two and three jobs at, at, at one point mm-hmm. in time, you know, you know to, yeah. to, to, to support my kids, you know. And, and, you know, and then back in the day, too, if you were married, as I was back then, there was no such thing as getting assistance for your family. Because if that man was in the house, he was expected to get a job and take care of his family. There was no assistance mm-hmm. for you. You know, <laughs> so, so that's right. Relaxed, and, and, and they allowed men and women to begin getting assistance. That caused a, a spirit of, of complacency over the people. And they got comfortable. Mm. They got mm. comfortable. And that's okay. what happened. They took away their responsibility. To even, you know, mm. that, that's why some of the mentality is like it is, it, it is today. That because they, 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 they succumb to the parts and plans and, and schemes of, of, of the system to put them in a place where they thought, you know, erroneously that you didn't have to be responsible. But that's why you always have to be responsible. You always got to be mm. responsible. Those things were supposed to be temporary, not generational. It was only mm-hmm. supposed to be right. a period of time until you got a job. Mm. Okay. So, All right. And, and, well, we want to. And, and, and Go ahead. I'm sorry. Was, yeah, and once that was perpetuated, you know. They they just got in the mode of okay well they'll give us housing they'll give us food staff you know we can have all this stuff and we ain't gotta go to work who the hell told you you ain't gotta go to work so, so it's, it's, it's a generation of, of of folks who who never have been taught accountability or responsibility and they feel like they don't have to be that whatever they want they can just go and take from people. Mm. You know, that's, that's just mm. my opinion. That's just that's that's just what I see. You know, but the thing is that who's standing up now to re-educate them? Who's standing up now? You know, to cause them to be accountable rather than to 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 go along with the excuses that they make. Definitely not the leaders that I see. Because Al Sharpton jump jump be the first one to jump up and say something is racist. 
You know, you're not doing anything to educate the people. You're not doing anything to tell them, hey, you're wrong. Somebody got to stand up and tell these folks, hey, that ain't the way it ought to be. You're wrong. You was wrong. Now you might be ostracized, you know, because it ain't going to be the popular thing to say. But mm-hmm. it's the truth anyhow. It is the truth. Hmm. Whether they like mm-hmm. it or not. Okay. <laughs> Whether they like it or not. Hmm. All right. Well, we want to thank David for his comments. We got another caller we need to bring in. So let's do that real right now. All right, Triple One, welcome to the show. Who do I have here? Maze, how you doing, Mr. Talk? I'm doing fine, Maze. How are you? I'm just marvelous as always. But you know, sometimes oh, wow. we, uh-huh. <laughs> we always got these saber rattlers, and then they always want to say what we're doing and what we're not doing. What percentage of people is causing the problem? If you're not indoctrinated, you should know it's not the whole population that's black that's causing the problem. But somebody's calling the people that's not causing problems, they got problems. They're trying to do stuff for themselves. And then something is in the way. But you get the saber rattlers, and everybody, Al Sharpton, Jesse Jackson, they ain't never looked for them for nothing. Well, these are the people that they don't look at, and they don't look at that having the community and making changes in the community. They don't never get looked at. Mm-hmm. But you always hear these about racism and ain't nothing in the way, like uh, Donald Trump and all these people. He is in the way. Mm-hmm. And then you hear all of these women hollering about uh, they're not getting paid as much as, man, as a man getting paid. Those are not black people complaining about that. They'll tell you every day, you don't make as much as they tell the black man. He don't make as much as the Caucasian man. Who's telling them that? It's not any black people telling them that. So you get the saber rather than some people need to know the truth. But when you get the screaming and hollering about what we don't have in our way and what we need to do. And when it comes to welfare, if it's more of them on welfare, then black people are on welfare. But you never hear the, hear the story of what their problems are, just like the drugs. Because I was listening to more of them dying than the dying in Vietnam from the, the drug accident that's going on. But you went to jail for it. Not you, but your people. Wow. And they're trying that, to find a way, yeah. trying to find a way to make sure they that they stay. they find a way to fix that, to fix that. Yes, because and it, keep their job. Yeah, it, it was never supposed to be in their neighborhood. You know, so I, the, rules, the, rules, the rules are different. We're and the same thing is, yeah. Yeah. But if you travel around the country and you see the poor, you see the poor of them, you're going to be indoctrinated just look at like, people, what they're doing, and it's their problem, and we stop trying to, and we need to stop trying to step in and help them out. People are not helping them out. Some people are making sure that they get safe where they are. And as you are indoctrinated, mm-hmm. you're going to sound just like them. Because every time mm-hmm. when, the, when President Obama was in office, everything that happened was his office with Chicago. You listen to these people, that's these conservatives, or whatever they call themselves. I just call them people. I don't believe in these sad. But they were saying, like, mm-hmm. Chicago, like the, the NRA woman. Mothers in Chicago were crying, mm-hmm. too. And those that not mm-hmm. in Chicago were crying. Because you got cops around knocking people off for nothing. Mm-hmm. And who's saying anything about that? <laughs> that's the black people fault, too. So stop blaming black people mm-hmm. for stuff. Get get rid of their indoctrination. Mm. And what's wrong with the children today? They didn't have enough mm. love the way we had it when we were growing up. They didn't have the lady across the street, the neighborhood across the street, to tell them that you do this, I'm gonna get you, and your mama gonna get you in back time you get home. Yeah. But that's what happened with that part. Of the yeah. And and guess who took that? Like, guess who took that out of the hands of the people that could do what they needed to do to their children? The black community didn't do it. The law did it. You hit your child or you did something to your child to discipline him, where did you go to jail? 
And that's what we would say. That's what we would say. Yeah, but we didn't fight the either, though. That's right. You didn't, didn't fight the kids. That's right. You didn't fight the kids. How could you fight? It's a whole lot of things. You cannot fight for you try. And what good do you end up in jail, too? But some that, that law didn't do it. Some people, they didn't care about the law because they went on and did what they needed to do anyway. Nah, and gave, them the child, gave the child a phone and said, call him if you want to, and you can go with him. And that law <laughs> didn't mean nothing. <laughs> so, <laughs> so when you hear when you work hard out there, <laughs> and you always mm-hmm. discuss about the bad side, but you can never bring anything about the other percent. That one percent of people that do things wrong, and sometimes they just need a little bit of help because it was never given to them. Some people do need help. Excuses? No, mm. but help? Yes. Because the yeah. call when you know better, you do better. And if you never knew better, you would never do right. And if you don't have nobody out there except complaining and screaming and hollering about them, that's what you're going to get in one of those people, too. In disguise. <laughs> hmm. That's okay. what you get when you read people and be around people. And that's just how you leave it. The truth hurt, but take it and absorb it. Stop being indoctrinated when people tell you to do things or how to do things. Because we've stopped trying to be like everybody else. We will come along and be who we really are. But stop following this mm. system. Because when I hear somebody saying Donald Trump ain't the problem and this ain't the problem, he's a part of a portion of the problem because it's just like a puzzle that you got to put together. And that's a piece of the puzzle, too. So with that, I'm finished. Mm. You finished? <laughs> yes. All right. Well, thank you, Mage. As always, always full of, full of facts, I'll tell you. <laughs> Wow. All right. Well, thank you, Mays. All right. Uh, P, you, 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 <laughs> anything you want to add? Because I heard you in the yeah, co-signing. The fact that she brought up that there were more, uh, she said them, but Caucasian on welfare now than, than, and it always has been that way. But my point mm-hmm. was that, you know, that was a trap for us. That was a trap for us. That was a trap to keep people down and to think that you couldn't do any better. See? And and, and perpetuating that, thinking that it was okay not to be responsible. It wasn't. It wasn't. That was never for us. You know, it was never for us. We, we, back in the day, we took pride in what we had. And I think that that systematic, you know, generational welfare took that away. That's what I'm getting at. Point that I ah. Okay. See. All right. You know, yeah. I, I got you now. I understand. I understand. Okay. You know, I think we may have to do a, a part two of this show right here. Because this is good stuff, but we running out of time. Yeah. I think we will do a part two. I mean, part two Monday. Huh? Yeah, we are running out of time. God, no, it's going on time already. Oh. <laughs> yeah, we we yeah we run it out of time. Um, Wait, it's um, time. Let's see, before we hey, when you having fun, when you having fun, um, let's talk about this church real quick. Um, that that had a commitment ceremony using the AR-15. <laughs> now I'm gonna I'm call a name out here real quick. I'm gonna call a name out, and us old school individuals gonna recognize the name. The Reverend Sean Moon. Y'all know who the Sean Moon is, right? 
he's the son of you know the Reverend Moon, you know the one that was having all the weddings and yeah. Yeah. Um, yes, prayed, yes, yes. yeah. Yeah. He prayed for a kingdom of peace, police, and wait a minute. He prayed for a kingdom of peace, police, and peace militia, where the citizens through the right given to them be by Almighty God to keep and bear arms and will be able to protect one another and protect protect um human flourishing. Flourishing, yeah. <laughs> um, one of the elders, name um, guy named Tim Elder, um, Unifer, Uni, Unification Sanctuary's director of, of World Missions, which is the name of the church, said the ceremony was meant to be a blessing of couples, not inanimate objects. And like I said, they had AR-15s, unloaded AR-15s. The, the um, brides were dressed in white, and the groom in a dark suit. And, you know, they brought... Dozens of unloaded weapons, you know, into the the sanctuary for a religious event that doubled as an advertisement for the Second Amendment. And uh, basically, they believe that the AR-15 symbolizes the rod of iron in the Book of Revelation. <laughs> oh, Lord have mercy! And um, yeah, they called it a commitment ceremony. They drank holy wine. Exchanged or renewed wedding vows Of course there were police and protesters Standing outside the watching You know this whole ceremony going on So You know That's wrong on all kind of <laughs> All kind of levels I think <laughs> I really do I think that's wrong You know you got you got all You got religion you got weapons You got cults you got all that In one big bowl right there you know, that, that is just crazy. Go ahead, P. I know you got something you want to add to that because you make sure we got that one in today. Go ahead. One lady who was attending the ceremony, she brought her husband and, of course, her AR-15. And she said that the weapon is useful for defending her family against sickos and evil, and evil psychopaths. That people have the right to bear arms, and in God's kingdom, you have to protect that, she said. You have to protect against evil. Now, my understanding, you know, <laughs> that evil that you need to fight is on the spiritual level. You can't deal with a gun. You can't with a gun. You know, that's mm. that what the word is saying. You know, that is a, mm. a, a, a whole nother level. But again, you know, those who are carnally minded and rather than spiritually minded understand the ways of God and, 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 and be being obedient to his word that, you know, yeah, I'm not saying don't protect yourself, but come on, y'all. Come on now. Come on now. <laughs> really? Hey. Really? Yeah. Really? Let's use them. Yeah. I want to see you going through, as they call them, the pearly gate with your AR-15. <laughs> <laughs> Tell me that's how that's going to work out They will because nobody will stop them. Look, what's up? I'll be standing out there. I'm going to be security. What you talking about? Okay. <laughs> 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 I'm gonna be security. I'm gonna have mine. Stand out there. Can I see your ID, please? 
you ain't got the right card, I'm kicking you off the cloud. <laughs> okay. <laughs> I mean, basically, that's what they they said. <laughs> oh, Lord, have mercy. It's utterly ridiculous. It just, I just, you know. Yeah, it really is. It really is. Uh, it just amazes me what people go through to, you know, and how they justify, you know, how they justify. It. It's just, it's, it's amazing. It really is. <laughs> oh no, it really is. All right, seven minutes left, man, and uh, oh, it has been fun, but time has ran on by. But um, since we got Mace on the line and she's been enjoying herself, I'm gonna give Mace a chance to get the last words in, and if anybody else wants last words, you. Can, you click in now if you want to. Press one. But Mays, come on, give me some some wisdom as we go into the weekend. Well, yes, Mister Talk. First of all, before you call the talk show, you shouldn't be having a dirty mouth saying all those kind of words. People wondering what kind of person you are. <laughs> Respect your elders and got the nerve to be complaining about somebody. Taking a look in the mirror at yourself and stop being indoctrinated to follow people. And you will find a rainbow at the end of the tunnel for the road, whichever way you want to get it. And that'll keep you happy. Mm. Now, now, and you know then you said rainbow. Oh, yeah. Go ahead. I'm saying not the rainbow people. I said a rainbow, not people that carry the rainbow. The rainbow that you see well, in the well, sky. Okay. Well, you know you have to you have to clarify these things. Okay. But go ahead. <laughs> and let's talk. You can't even go down the road now with Jeff Sessions saying that you having money in your car that you earned and worked for, and then might get seized and you might not get it back. Tell him to worry about stuff like yeah. that. Stop worrying about his people. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> That's all, all I'm right. You can't get it yep, back. I mean. Yeah. I know. Well, you can. Look, you can get it you back. You got to fight for it. it. Go, you got to do some work. Yeah, you got to do yeah. some work. You mm-hmm. got to do some work. You got to prove it was yours, for you know, legally. Yeah. A, what they call it? For, asset forfeiture? Something like that. Yeah. Or asset yeah. freezer. Yeah. What it's and called then, lying and you, what it's really called is lying and, and taking your stuff without a cause. Yeah. Yes, that's it. Mm-hmm. And also yep. and also with this um with this other stuff that's going on. <laughs> it's just I mean it's like it's like watching Saturday Night Live, really. Somebody's going home every day. We ain't gonna have nobody up there. Mm. We're gonna be the last man standing and he's gonna turn everybody else in. Mm. That's what I think well. is gonna happen. Yeah, well, man, you know, you may have a point there. <laughs> and, uh, and what we need to do is tell these people that want to carry their AR-15s or whatever, they haven't had a solution. They don't have a solution to wait to 18 and 20 before you can buy one. That's not a solution to take that off the street. We can give them the solution if they would just listen to us. If somebody listens to mm. us sometime, maybe things will get done and be done correctly. Mm. Mm. But nobody want to hear mm. what we got to say. And yeah, women march right <laughs> And in women march, whatever this is they got going on that they trying to run from this black lady because she was with Farrakhan. I told you sometimes you have to sit march? back and watch the the women's march uh-huh. woman that was in a picture with Farrakhan today. You will hear about it next week. But anyway, okay. they having a complaint because she mm-hmm. was with uh, took a picture with him. And after she explained it, they were all like at all. Sometimes you have to watch the people that pretend they like you so much. That's why I say a Democrat and a Republican are two of the same people, but just two different names. Mm-hmm. But they bind together and be as one. Mm. Keep on fooling you, <laughs> and it's our problem. Y'all have a good Friday. Mm. All right, you have a good weekend, May. 
All right. <laughs> oh, that, that, that's the old, old school wisdom right there. <laughs> oh, Lord have mercy. All right, co-host, what you got for me? Hey, it's been real. <laughs> it's been real. It, it, it has been real. We brought in a lot of good issues today, you know, when we were talking about corporal punishment. But the best thing I can say is, man, you know who your children are. Don't go overboard on your kids. Like they said, these kids need to know that you love them because nobody else is going to. Mm. Every day they build on Every day they yeah, Every day they they building an, an, another prison or, or 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 another graveyard to put our children in, you know. Let's let's stop perpetuating their agenda, you know, and come up with some stuff our own. Let's get our own school. Let's educate our own children, you know. Get our own businesses back, you know, and solve the issue instead of waiting on them to fix us. Why don't we just sit down and fix us? Stop fighting against each other and come together, you know, to build mm-hmm. together. Fix some of our own, mm-hmm. you know, that's really for us, by us. And not putting mm-hmm. the money in somebody else's pocket, but putting it back in our own community. So we can build them up when we're the property owners, when we're the landowners. Well, we're the landlord. See, well, we're the banker. See? Mm-hmm. Then our children ain't got to look. They don't. They don't. They 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 don't. They don't have to look for a mentor. They don't. They don't have to look for 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 a role model. We are their role models right there in their own home. Because they see where we come from, and they see what we've accomplished, and they understand that yes. They really can be successful. Let's get back to that. It's not impossible. We just got to decide to do it. That's all it takes. And work toward it every day. All right? That's all I got. All right. <laughs> all right, as always, thank you. Yeah, it was hot and popping today. I told y'all it was going to be a hot one, I tell you. <laughs> Yeah, and we come in with part two Monday, y'all. So y'all, y'all be ready for that too, because we gonna get it on again. Why? Because we can. <laughs> hey, you know, um, you know, my my, my co-host, she she made some great points. But as she was talking, you know, I thought of something, and it was very interesting. And you know what I said? Hey, we had on that at one time. Not once, not twice, quite. A few times we had all that, and once again we fell for the okie doke that we you know needed to assimilate or be like them, and you know and and gave it away for some of them. Others they just were burned down based on falsehoods. Yeah, but it's not saying they can't we can't do it again. But I think right now we have been divided as a people so long. You know, it, it's, it's going to take some time and some work. But we can do it. We can do it. Yeah, we can do it. So let's work toward that. All right? Okay, we finna roll up out of here. Um, like I said, Monday we'll be doing a part two. I, I haven't figured out the title for the show yet, but I will. Um, 
check the website, www.ericletstalk.com. It'll be updated probably tomorrow, and uh, you, you know all the particulars, and I have some videos and stuff for you to check out, so you'll be up on the news like I I be. Um, also, uh, I want to thank my wonderful co-host, P. Ross. Hey, y'all, she be bringing it. I, I got to give it to her. I got to give it to her. Let me give her up. She be doing the time. All right. Um, thank you, everybody, for joining us today. It's been fun. Just remember, we'll be back Monday, 2 p.m. Central, 3 Eastern, okay? 12 Pacific. Uh, I am Mr. Talk. And for my co-host, Peter Ross, we're going to say keep smiling, show appreciation, forgive with open heart. But make sure you forgive yourself first. And the biggest, best thing, learn to laugh at yourself. If you can laugh at yourself, man, everything else is just gravy, all right? Going to take you out here with some elements of the universe, baby. Let's groove. I'll see y'all Monday. Y'all have a great weekend. We out of here. Guys, it is Ryan. I'm not sure if you know this about me, but I'm a bit of a fun fanatic when I can. I like to work, but I like fun too. It's a thing. And now the truth is out there. I can tell you about my favorite place to have fun. Chumba Casino. They have hundreds of social casino style games to choose from with new games released each week. You can play for free anytime, anywhere. And each day brings a new chance to collect daily bonuses. So join me in the fun. Sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. VTW. Void. We're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus.